We are ready. Ready. Excellent. Slapper day number two hundred and forty-eight. That is correct. I guess so. Yeah, you say that every week. I think I would have. But anyway, you're very, very welcome. This is our weekly podcast. Right now, you're probably wondering, where the hell are they at this moment? Well, at this moment in time, we're heading to a place called Sherwood Forest in McDade, Texas. It's a uh, one of our favorite places. Why can you say that all the time? I know, but we have many favorite places. And this place is, uh, they're, they're famous for their Renaissance Fair. They're also famous for their Celtic Festival. And they're also famous for having one of the greatest areas, outdoor areas in Texas. Trees and woods and friends and fresh air and just just a delight. Always excited. Always get my dander up when it's Sherwood time. Dander. Yeah. Dander, yeah. <laughs> Say what you see, Chad. Say what you see. excited about Sherwood? Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Lots happened since we've spoken last. The last week, we want to thank all our friends that came to Ireland with us. So much fun. We have a, a special WhatsApp group that we started right before the trip so we could everybody could keep in touch. We could make announcements, arrangements. Everybody's still out there. There's still a lot of chatter. And there's still a lot of friends making and yeah. friends keeping and friends getting in touch and it's wonderful truly 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 delightful to see um, and we want to thank all of them because we we had, just saw a lot of them on our uh, on our podcast last week on number 247 yep so delightful and uh, a lot of a lot of great memories made a lot of friends made this week your friend our friend everyone's friend Doc in Florida and I are we're getting 2024 together we're gonna have a lot of uh a lot of ideas. I have a lot of stuff mapped out, and we're going to be bouncing this off you and us in the coming weeks, seeing who who would you know. We're just we're just not going to. And I think anybody that's seen Slappercast before knows this, but we, we're just not going to do the same trek every time. We're going to try to, to play new clubs. We're going to try to play a lot of the same clubs that we just adore. Which would be on Pocon, thank you, Brendan O'Dowd, and uh, uh, Hendersons and Fireys and Old Oak. Owen, thank you very much. Uh, Richie, thank you for uh, Old Oak and Cork. And then, you know, so we're going to go back to all the places that we really, really like and that, that, um, that the, of course, the hunters really like. So we're just, we're going to make, we're going to make another unique experience. Yeah, every year. Yeah, every year is going to be different. We're going to add stuff to make it interesting, but we're also going to keep stuff because people obviously love it. And the the, the feedback that we have gotten, so the, feed, the feedback we've received to, to date has been yeah. nothing less than Everybody, everybody loved it. Everybody it. Yeah. Turbo was talking about the Arizona crew, how chatty they've been and how... Yeah, I just think it's, it's so neat how it... Even post trip, it's like we haven't even left, or we're not—we're still there. You know, it's like yeah. just talking. Like, when's the next one? And ah, man, I just—I love that. I love how it brings people together. You know, especially those people I haven't seen, and we saw them when we toured through Arizona. But other than that, you know, you don't see them. And, yeah, and it's just—it's really cool to be able to 
reconnect and just stoke those fires and friendships and oh man like I said they're one that message I got this morning was man that was a that was a once in a lifetime let's do it again next year you know it's like oh I love that and so and the fact that they didn't want it to be over yeah so they're to like man, we wish it was longer yeah you know and you know that's even people who are homebodies they're like I wish it was longer like yeah it's cool to hear them say that you know so yeah I get that a lot yeah <laughs> and we also have a very special guest with us this week don't we what <laughs> what hi <laughs> Could that be? That's a uh, merch maiden dose. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's coming with us for. Uh... So Chad, would you explain, please, what we're what we're playing today at Sherwood Forest Fair? I'll do my best. Do your best. This is a thingy called Heinefall. Thingy. That's a very very important term. That's what they that's what the kids call it. Yeah, all the kids. How did you pronounce it? Heinefall. I don't know if that's how you say it. That just looks like how it's pronounced. It is a. Immersive role playing, I guess you would call it a LARPing event. LARPing is live action role playing, where essentially it's like it's like hardcore Renaissance Fair, where you, in order to get in, you have to be dressed in period clothing. They'll turn you away if you're not. That's what we're told. Although they told us we don't have to dress up. So we, they booked us because they apparently the people who are involved in this wanted. So why is the blankets here? But yeah, it's supposed to be everybody plays the part. Everybody's pretending that they're. In the, in, a, in the period of the Renaissance, whatever. You know, that essentially that's what Renaissance fairs are, ostensibly. I mean, that's what their Texas Renaissance fair, as I remember it, was. Except you didn't have to dress dress up to get in. But as you were walking around when I was a kid, that's what the Texas Renaissance fair was. Is everybody was pretending that it was Renaissance times. So, <clears throat> this is kind of like that, but I think turned up a notch. Where, you know, you're supposed to be feel like you're fully immersed in the experience. I don't know how far that is. I mean, like, will the vendors actually use, you know, gold doubloons or something? <laughs> Probably not. I think Chad. I think Chad's going way, way, way out there. <laughs> yeah. But so just, that, that was my question. I was like, because I, Patrick and I talked about this. Like, why? So why did they book us for this? If it's well, supposed to be so, so the the Kai, the gentleman that I spoke with about, because uh, that was my question to him was, I said, look, love, yes, Sherwood. The answer nine times out of ten is yes. Yes, we'll go out there. Love it. I love the people, love the just the 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 camaraderie. You talk about a, a feel of community, camaraderie, you know, companionship. This is this is that's Sherwood to me. Yeah, they really they just they've done it right, and they you know even people that I didn't think would get it got it when they experienced Sherwood. And it's, I, I'm not a TRF fan at all, just because it's it's I've just missed like it. Thing. Yeah, well, I went there and I didn't understand it. Anyway. That's another story. Sherwood, yes. TRM, no. Ask me. And now our friends over in Southeast Texas that are doing the uh, doing their one. I, that's that's uh, that's hopefully going to grow. But that, that really has. I think it's got the makings of a mini Sherwood right now. Yeah. Because he's just doing it right, and he's treating his vendors right. He's certainly treating the bands right, and on and on and on. But back to this one. So when I was talking to the promoter, he had said, "Well, what they what happened last year was the event was great, great turnout." And then at the end, they were trying to do the music. They were trying to get the music right, and it was falling on its face, is what he told me. So what they wanted to do was bring us in. I said, well, I said, you understand we're electric, and we can't disguise the, you know, yeah. do, do the ZZ Top Furry guitars or do whatever, you know, you're... I, it's what, 
you know, yeah, we, we, do, we do what we do, yeah. and it's not going to be. I said, you know, if you'd like, we could do the pirate thing, and he goes, like, "Perfect. That's all. That's all we need. Just pirate light, if you will, but just come out and do what you do." Because it was, you know, we'd been requested, and many people, you know, had asked, so we said yes. So it's always a delight to go out there. I just had no idea what LARP was. I thought that was a sexual noise that you didn't talk about, but that's that's uh, again. That's that's why I drive and spend a lot of time alone. When do you come up with this stuff, dude? Well, LARP. Think, wait, think about it. LARP. Yeah. Have you ever heard? You know, no. Yeah. Incomparable mind, right here. I thought you were. I didn't know you were listening. Sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoops. I always do. Okay. It's always a thrill to get to go play music, but it's it's also very humbling too when you when you find out that these people just. They, they don't forget you. They, they, you know, they still request. It's, I, it's just a, such a, such a, such a wonderful event. So, so it's our first time. Hopefully, we'll get pictures. Hopefully, we'll have some stuff we can show you on episode two four eight. We got many many tales to tell. But first, I think we're going to kill. Uh, we're going to kill the shine of light. And I hope you enjoyed our last week uh, section when we had. Uh, our friends from Brenham, Texas, yes. Julian Cameron, and do their song, their, their yes. kills and shine the light. That was nice. We're going to do that again, too. So beware, slobberheads. So, yeah, what have you been doing, Cameron? What have yeah. you been doing? I've been going back and get the can opener. Yeah. To open up the top of the can of uh, Cast Archive. And uh, I, like to, I, like to, I like to light a cigar. Prop my phone up against the thing, put the earbuds in. Pump back and watch you guys driving and talking shit and killing shit and shining the light on shit. Makes me happy. I love it. I love it. Love it. My kill today is I'm going to kill, I'm going to kill a song I haven't even heard. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna kill a song that I don't know anything about. Preemptively. Are you gonna make someone cry? What's happening here? I am. Well, then let's find out. No, seriously, the the, the song I'm gonna kill is uh, Tracy Chapman's "Fast Car," not her version. Whatever country version just made a bunch of noise. Oh. Because what I, what I'm sick and tired of is, and I haven't heard I haven't heard the countries. I've heard somebody won a country award for that song. I was like. Man, can you go find your own depressing shit? Obviously, you can because you're singing country. So, but can you just go find your own depressing yeah, shit? Tracy Chapman alone. And he, she already did it. Yeah. How can you improve on that? Poor Tracy. Her voice is perfect in that. The lyrics are perfect in that. The song is. It's not my cup of tea. Definitely, you know. Right. Not. No. But she did it. Yeah. Done. And the other thing, and on that, no, on that subject. On that very, very, very same subject, I'm also going to kill all these songs. They're they're remaking all these. It seems like they're remaking all these '80s hits, uh, stealing all these hits from the '80s. Is what I should say. And they're doing these really boring fucking acoustic. Uh, and of course, right now, of course, typical fashion. I'm blanking on all of them, but it's you know like, like for instance, and I run. So that, that song was never really that great. It's nostalgic and people like it, obviously. But but don't do a slow fucking acoustic yeah, cover of it. it. Just yeah, I mean, is somebody in the, you know the the angel on one, the devil on the other shoulder? You know when the you know when the angel gets so high that 
you know, the devil starts making sense. They go, man, that sounds really good. That's, that's when you know you fucked up. You're taking a song that used to have some form, some, some kind of life, and it's those sounds you mean something to somebody, and you're just pissing it, pissing it away on a, on a, and it's exactly the same, same, same song. There's no, there's no difference, except slower and boring. We yeah. can do that all wrong. People are doing that with this new Beatles song, which Paul McCartney, he knew when he heard the, the original demo, what, what this is the John Lennon demo that's based on. It's very slow, very dirge-like. He picked up the tempo for it because he knew it needed it. Now everybody's covering it and slowing it down again and singing it really depressingly. Like, like, why? What is the obsession with this slow, depressing shit? I just don't get it. Yeah, so that was my that was my kill because that that exact reason. They're yeah. slowing it down and the boring it up and the, boring it up. You know. Yeah. You're just. Yeah. Who did the song? Who did the redo of the song? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Who's the guy that won like the best new artist? I don't know. Jelly something. I don't know. What's his name? Jelly Roll? Jelly Roll. I think I don't know much about him. Yeah, it's all know, tatted up. Yeah. His face and stuff. Yeah. I don't know much about him, but I've heard he's very He wasn't popular. the one who did that song, right? No, well, I think that what you're talking about is just a trend that's going around that multiple people are just because they do it all the time. They slow down songs, they speed them up, they, right. you know, mess around with them, and um, then they get really popular just because they're getting used around on apps like TikTok. I think that's why, because it's you know what you're talking about it's just a trend like among multiple people well, it's very boring yeah <laughs> it's not it's very boring. I don't like it and then shine a light I'm just gonna do the uh, I'm gonna do something completely out of left field I was strumming the acoustic guitar the other day I was doing my my, my version of, of Fast Car by Tracy Chapman <laughs> no just kidding but I, I but I was singing these old songs that I used to do a thousand years ago and one of them that, and it's complete Beatles rip off and anybody that says otherwise is not fucking listening or they're not of this world they're silly very silly people um, the song is called Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis and I just think that it's such a Beatle it's just it's the template for so many early Beatle songs but they nailed it they absolutely nailed it if you're, you're going to do a, a you know do a Beatles style song do that it's so it's so wonderful and then to hear it live to hear the crowd singing it back is just it's another one of those moments I don't know the tour it was all but there's a great Judas Priest moment where they come out and they do Breaking the Law which is arguably one of their best songs ever and I don't mean best in you know it's it's not close to as good as Free Wheel Burning or any of that kind of stuff but it's just it's one of these songs that much like Don't Look Back and by Oasis it's, it's one of these songs that it's just it's 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 the anthem of its time. It's it's that it's that metal, you know, that Denim and Leather by Saxon or Run of the Hills by Maiden, you know, whatever whatever that that stamp on the that's theirs. And there's this great moment where they play that song, and Rob Halford, the singer, doesn't sing a word. The crowd just takes over, uh, and it's so fucking cool because yeah. they they don't miss it. They don't miss a beat. They don't miss a lyric. They don't fudge it. It's just it's. So powerful, got a little goosebump here. But just the power of music to take a stadium of of of, of that size and have them sing back your song. And, and he didn't, he didn't, you know. He, I think that I think the most effort he put out for the whole song was holding the microphone out to the crowd. It was it was beyond. So anyway, that's my that's my kill my shine light. Who's going next? I'll go next. All right, All right. you're I'm up. shine a light first. All right, do it. Shine that light. So 
I shined a light on a song on this album just recently. So I've got, uh, I, I got my Strung Out Twisted by Design LP in the mail yesterday, like a total fan kid. And uh, I'm going to shine a light on the song called uh, Mind of My Own. And uh, I cranked it today on the way. <laughs> On the way up, can you rephrase that? I uh, turned the volume up, thank you, real loud. On the way up to uh, to meet today, and I was playing it for Chad, and uh, I just, man, I just, I love this album. I was telling him, I go, this band was the reason why I wanted to play fast. Like, I just love they just do it well. But I will say this: after listening to that song today, I was like, they should remix this. They should remix this album. They should turn the vocals up. They kind of have the guitar as almost the focal point of the song, but. That's that's good. Yeah, put the vocals a little hotter. I think that's just me critiquing it today. But uh, I want to shine a line on that song, "Mind of My Own." It's got a good tempo, really cool, and I love the guitar. Where's the band from? Uh, Simi Valley, California, or maybe Thousand Oaks area, kind of right around that area. Okay, did you ever play with uh, them? Huh? Did you ever play with them? Oh yeah, yeah. I used to work with uh, uh, Jim Cherry. You know, the late great Jim Cherry. He was uh, he wasn't in Strung Out at the time, but you know he wrote like those songs, Ultimate Devotion, yeah. and other songs. And uh, I don't know if he was a soul writer on it, but he. Uh, I would love to go see them in like Simi Valley or Thousand Oaks, like yeah. one of the old small clubs there. I'm, I was telling Miss Moxie this morning, I was like, man, if, if if they play a show like that, we're flying out. Like we we should go where it only holds like a hundred kids. Like that would be, oh my god, that'd be so awesome. Yeah. So. Just, you know, you'd be 16 years old again, you know, 17, you know, have that feeling again. You know, I remember seeing them at that age and you just, I couldn't get close enough. You know, it was like, you couldn't, I was in the front, like just the whole time, you know? And, uh, but anyway, that's my song. So very cool. Very cool. Now kill. I'm going to kill your favorite favorite part of the day. Yeah. Oh God. I hate killing. Did I ever say that? Have I said that before? I don't think so. It's just the thing. I don't know. But. My parents were uh, big, you know, they were Elton John fans. And so we, he was kind of untouchable, you know, and, uh, but I'm going to kill a candle in the wind by Elton John. Oh, you know, that's a good kill. Pre-camera as we talked about, right? You got the name candle and wind in your song. It's dumb. Like, yeah. That's just dumb. I do think it's been killed before, but I think we're in, we're we can, in, we can do it. We're in killed before country now. Oh, well, we're going to kill There's that. No we're gonna, I'm going to combo kill then. Yeah. Because, oh, so when I was going through some old nostalgia stuff, like in the attic and storage, yeah. there I was telling you I was trying to find some of the old pummel things. And yeah, well, I found this CD and I was like, oh, and it's called Kids Eat Free Comp Volume One. And I turn it over. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I go, oh, my God, pummels on this. I go, we have a song on this comp. So I'm like, I wonder if any of these bands are still playing. And there's a couple bands on that I found are still playing. And I'm kind of looking, and a lot of the sponsors on there, they're they're long gone, or I don't know where they are. Yeah. I was like, oh, we had this song, Independent. And that was kind of one of our more supported songs. And I go, oh, man, I was hoping I could find a recording of it. And I put it in a CD player, and I'm like, you ever listen to one of your old songs, and you go, what the frick were we doing? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Did you say frick? Yeah. The fr- <laughs> Dude, the drums, I was, like, I was like, did I have to play a drum feel on every single part? <laughs> I go, I think I played... You know, like if I was playing now, I would do it way different. I was like, so I'm going to kill that song. You know, I was That's like, I was disappointed because yeah. I was like, oh my God, I found a recording of it. And it just didn't, it was a letdown for me. I mean, the song was fine, you know, nothing against the thing, but I just was like, 
I should play this way differently. Like, I wish I could re-record it. Like, let me just do some things differently. I think it would do the song justice. God, yeah, I yeah. have so many ones like that. I like don't ever want to hear again. Like, what is that? Like, in the moment, you think it's just amazing, and then you're like, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And yeah. then later, you're yeah. like, what was I doing? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna double kill those. So I'm gonna kill one of my own songs. Wow. Okay. That's a good twist. All right. Uh, I had to dig for this one because uh, I. I, I the best kills are the, are the ones that the songs that we hear when we're packing up or setting up and we're like what the hell is this crap and uh, I had to packing up what? our gear at a show I have a show okay yeah. just be clear yeah sorry I'm in, I'm in shop talk mode here um, oh there you go so when we were breaking down after our last show which was a trilogy brew in Old Town Spring last Sunday uh, they started playing some Irish punk stuff <clears throat> and this is a song I've heard before but it just occurred to me when I was in that moment how annoying the chorus is in this song. And I, I don't, I, I, I hate to, to kill songs by people in our so-called genre because I know that some of them probably listen to us. But uh, the, the chorus is, it's, it's a song called Tourlou by the Bollocks. I thought you killed this one already. I don't think so. No, but you don't like I, that I was complaining about it last, last right. on Sunday. Oh. But uh, yeah, the chorus is, the chorus, if the chorus just did the first part and then maybe had some actual lyrics in the chorus, it might be okay. But he goes, you know, do a do a do a do a That part's okay, but then he keeps going, do a do a do a And then he starts screaming it, and it just keeps going. And, and I, I, <clears throat> that's the kind of stuff, that's a really good example of, of the kind of Irish Celtic punk, whatever you want to call it, that I just can't hang with. That's the kind of stuff I can't listen to, and I'm sorry, guys. I'm sure they're very nice. I'm sure they're, they're cool, cool dudes and stuff. But that, I, I just can't stand that song. Um, it reminds me of that Pennywise song that we were going to cover. Oh, back in the day, was it Pennywise? Pennywise. And for Penny. Oh, 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 no, that's Buck, Buck, Buck on Nine. Buck Nine. That's like, I can never get that right. Oh, the yeah. Drink it, drink it, drink it, drink it, yeah. drink it, drink it, fight. Yeah. No, oh, that song's at least kind of funny. Yeah, I, I, I think it yeah. is. Um. Anyway, all right, shine light. So shine light. This is kind of an obvious one, but it's it's what I've been listening to this week. Uh, the Beatles just came out with a new collection, the Red and the Blue. I never listened. I was never a Red and the Blue guy. You know, the, 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 these were the the best of collections that they put out in the early seventies that became actually really popular with fans. So they just put these back out again with everything remixed, and so. Normally, I wouldn't be that interested in this, but this means that I finally got the remix of my favorite, probably one of my favorite Beatles songs, Old Brown Shoe, which is one I used to cover back in the day. And Davey and I did it together uh, later after that. Under the covers. Under the covers. Um, but I, back when I first met Patrick, this was one of the songs I would be frequently playing on Wednesday nights, uh, solo. And uh, it's a great, very underrated uh, George Harrison song that he did with the Beatles. And I've always wanted the song sounds great, but I've always wanted a remix because I always thought his voice was mixed a little bit too low, and I just knew that there was more they could do with it. So finally, there's a remix out. I was I did not expect this, but that was a, a, an unexpected surprise. And I was looking at the playlist of this of the Red and the Blue. It's on the blue one, I think the second one. And uh, it's it's not perfect. A lot of the mixes that Giles Martin, who's the son of George Martin, have done has done now. A lot of them are great. Some of them are perfect. Some of them or not you have flaws that I wish, things I wish he hadn't had done but this one Old Brown Shoe is pretty close to perfect there's a couple of things about it that I wish 
were different. Some people are complaining that the bass is too loud in this one. <laughs> I'm like, are you out of your mind? It sounds fantastic. And George, the, the thing that people don't, a lot of people don't know about this song is George, George Harrison himself played bass on this track, presumably using back around, this is around they're doing Abbey Road and Let It Be. They had this six string guitar that was made for them by somebody, I can't remember who, that George and John were passing back and forth since they weren't really bass players. So it was, it's like a guitar, but with the strings are basically like, like a bass, they're deeper, deeper resonance. So, uh, I think that's probably what George used to play bass on this song. It's a really, very busy bass line, but, um, it's fantastic. And the, the thing about, I really like about this new mix too, is you can hear, uh, some of the ad libs and stuff a little clearer. I've always suspected that John was interjecting things and it, he does it so quickly. It sounds like it's George singing. Uh, he says, yes, like interjected here and there. And there's a couple extra ones that weren't there before. So now I, I think I could say without a doubt that it's John who's doing that. So it's just, it's just delightful to listen to. So Thank you. check it out. All right. Very cool. Let me ask you this. Bang out of left field. I just, I watched some of their, it was uh, in, uh, shot in England, I believe last year, but the band called the prodigy definitely not. Again, not, not what I would ever go to listen to, but, that's some good stuff on there. Yeah. Kind of like that power, te- little techno in it. Yeah. Yeah. But I was thinking, man, I, I don't, not, not, not for blackguards, but I was thinking I could, I could see, I could see kind of just sidestepping a little bit and doing some of those, doing some of those, you know, Rocky Road Dublin came to mind. Uh, other songs that we've, we've kind of only done as three piece. I just think it would be tremendous to put like a little bit of a little prodigy kind of, I, I just think yeah. that your, your, your style would really, fit that anyway that was just oh, that was a one of those just early morning musing moments where i just kind of wow what if anyway so but that that's a that's a band to check out just very tasty very you know very uh very energetic stuff stuff i like i believe it was the nile theater in phoenix i think i don't know if we were playing they have like an upstairs and a downstairs yeah and i just remember Oh God, my memory's not totally clear on this. I could be a little bit off, but he had like colored hair and it was sticking straight up. And I, I swear to God, they were like, "Oh, it's he's kind of a solo guy, right? He has a supporting band behind it, Prodigy." I don't know. Yeah, he, and I think they were like, it, "This, it's the, the the band's called Prodigy," and we were like, "Who's that?" You know, and it was, I think it was when he was first coming out, or yeah. maybe newer. In the, I'm gonna have to ask a couple buddies to correct my story, but you know. I swear to God, I saw that guy back in the nineties. Yeah. Well, it's it, whatever it is. It's 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 well done, and it's, it's definitely not what I would go to listen to. I never no, nothing I would seek out. But I'm going to tell you, it's it's entertaining. It's definitely got the energy. Yeah, I love the energy. And, and I just I, I think bands that have that musicality built in, but yet with a lot of power like that, a lot of you know, it's just it's just start to finish was really entertaining. And I just think for just for fun, it might be a, might be a great, um, it just might be a little, little, nice little sidestep for us to go out and do something. The other thing I was going to ask too is, uh, and I was joking about it last night, I nearly posted it, but the last Christmas by Wham, <laughs> I was thinking it might be really funny. It might not funny, but it might be really nice to take that song and play it as a, you know, just kind of have our own. Again, not doing this little acoustic thing because it's been done. But but it's just it might be kind of fun to take. I I do not crazy about. I think George Michael's got an incredibly beautiful voice, so rich. It's kind of it's kind of like the it's the upper 
it's the upper level of like a Mike and Michael Hutchinson from uh, NXS. Mm-hmm. But to me, uh, his voice is wasted on that song. But I think that song redone up a little bit. I just think it could be. Re- I think it'd be a really fun little project. So yeah. I'm not asking them. I'm asking you. Thumbs up or thumbs down on Last Christmas by Blackguards? Question. Please answer below. It would really, it would really be uh, shocking. Anybody want to take a bet on on the over and under? I would yeah. love to hear you play guitar solo over that. I figured out my kill. And my, All right. My I, 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 I had forgotten. I, I had know, forgotten, I but like, I have to get that yeah. out before. So, uh, so oh. your name again? Tara. His his offspring. Um, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's where I knew you're from. I knew you would nice forget. Nice to see you. But, um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I just figured this out uh, just now. So and I got really excited. So I'll start with my kill. Um, I think this is gonna shock him because he knows me. But I want to kill uh, the song "Kiss the Skull" by Danzig because it's one of those really heavy chugging songs. And his voice it just doesn't quite match that heaviness. Like, his voice is a really unique and very, like, it fits into a lot of different places, but just that, you know, um, that sheer amount of heaviness in a song, it just doesn't match. You need someone like him to do that wow. <laughs> with that deeper, like, oh, cool. I don't know how to yeah. describe it. Like, that kind of, not register, but that tone of, you know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But if you're trying to get a raise, it's not working. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> no. I mean that But um Yeah I just It kind of gives It kind of Makes me Think of if like Ozzy Osbourne Tried to sing In like a ska punk band And it's like It could work You could put some work Into it Like but it just doesn't You know it's not Quite there That's that's really interesting Because the timbre Of his voice Would I think would work In his But he couldn't His his mind is so Fucking fried Yeah that he couldn't I don't think he could Physically get the words out But I I, yeah. I see that Right when you said I would never have thought of that Yeah it's like I Because I, I just thought of that now It's like it doesn't it's, It could work But it's not fully working And it's like I feel like it has Wasted potential You know as a song Because it's so heavy The guitar tone And everything is just perfect And then the voice Is just totally Not quite right Yeah, yeah. And out of place And you're like Wow what gives? So I would kill that one Probably 17th Seventeenth uh, century guillotine style, preferably. Wow. So it was wow. like wasted wow. potential. That's that's you know too much. Let me come on now. Yeah. But my shine a light is uh, the wow. name the nameless one by Volbeat. Uh, that one I like that song. I listened to that recently again after years of like kind of skipping over it. You know, not really thinking about it. But I was I really like that whole album. I cool. really do. That song has a. Has a lot of nostalgia attached. Yeah, exactly. Our... And then I think of like, it's that whole album's based on like the old west and stuff like that. And I really, I've always really enjoyed that theme. Yeah. And I think they did it perfectly with that album. I think. I think that is one of their more underrated albums for sure. Cool. Yeah. So that's. Dig it. Yeah. Dig it, dude. You're always so good at this. Really? I swear. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I was just thinking you're gonna become like an A and R person for revival. Oh my god, that's. <laughs> I... Oh yeah. Yeah, you just—I don't even know how to explain it. You're just a natural. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're, you're natural. Yeah, it's—it's—it's a. Well, Tara's always had a very deep, deep connection to music, and it's funny you say dancing because I was listening to Mother. Yeah. Uh, thinking to myself, this is a good kind of shine the light on. So I—I I think it's just—it's—it's it's a, a painfully 
basic song. Yeah. There's nothing to it. But again, like like the aforementioned Breaking the Law by Judas Priest. Huge. Monster hit for them. And the reason I said you'd be shocked that I'd kill a dancing song is because I used to be obsessed with that. I used to be obsessed with him. I remember. I remember. All of that is concerning. <laughs> very, very yeah. worrying, but I'm glad. <laughs> but um, I just kind of, when you're that involved and you really like that artist, you know what fits them and what doesn't to you. I mean, that's going to change from person to person. Sure. But for me, you know, you kind of just have that gut feeling. It's like, yeah. Yeah, that didn't sound right at yeah, all. Yeah, oh, oh, darling, that's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you know this, but do you guys know where Danzig was born? Glenn Danzig? No. Uh, I feel like I should know this. Chad, would you I take, don't. Chad, would you just take a stab at it? I'm guessing not in America. You would be wrong. Oh. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I would just 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 take a wild <laughs> guess, Chad. I feel like it's connected to you, Chad. <laughs> oh, New Jersey? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's why I said Houston. I was like, I oh, maybe Houston. Houston is here. I just, to me, it was it was one of those things where I had completely missed the dancing train, missed the misfits, missed all the, missed everything. Just didn't know the first thing about them until this one came along. And then I said, hey, some of it's pretty good. Some of it's very, like, remedial sounding to where the guitar is not kind of in tune and the, you know, the... And it's just the oh, is, is overdone. However, he's got some great stuff. He's influenced some major, oh, yeah. major, major players. So, and it was just funny to me that it was New Jersey. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Is that? I think I should be from New Jersey because I, I don't have, I don't have sleeves. <laughs> oh, I love the song we one thirty eight. Oh, yeah, oh, that's a great yeah, song. Yeah, oh yeah, man, yeah. I just. I'm gonna have to pull out some of those songs. You don't listen. You don't like. I don't seek them out, but yeah, I'm like, oh, dude, exactly. I need to pull it out. I think it's time to pull it back. Yeah, comes back. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Because I remember when we went to Ireland in the summer that uh, 2016. That was what I was listening to like the whole trip. Uh-huh. Like that. This moment in time, kids. If you've listened to Stop and Cast before, and if you've listened to any of the past episodes, I've been preaching this since Stop and Cast episode 0008. And, uh, or maybe it was seven, but it doesn't matter. I've been preaching this thing for the whole time. Music is so powerful. Music is so important. Music, art, is such an incredibly necessary part in people's being in their in their in their upbringing in their in their personalities and everything. You've got to you've got to go and you've got to go check out these bands. You've got to go listen to music. You've got to go see live music. You've got to go. You can't let this shit die. You can't choke this shit to death because it's not just... I mean, it's it's funny. These these personalities are so different, yet we can all find common ground in these, you know, in Last Christmas by Wham. Wham. No, but you know what I mean. You can take the, the, the craziest walk of life, people that you just never have anything in common with, and, and find a commonality. You can find that common ground with... It's, it's just... There's nothing on the planet like it, so that's that's my PG. That's a lot of truth to that because you know personally you have difficult relationships and it seems to be a music or even a live show. It allows things to come together that maybe in different settings wouldn't come together, and so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, our you know our story. We we were talking before the cameras went on today we're talking about early days when we met when we first met Turbo when we, we know when we 
we're on tour, we met, blah, blah, blah. I was telling the story of how you went in to get your pirate outfit. And the owner of the store said, no, you're the, you're, you know, he, he knew the band. Yeah. And he and he, he built your your costume on a band that he knew. You. I mean, everything is attached. Everything is part of this this makeup. It's just wonderful. Yeah, that was so cool. When I, know, I said this, but I go, hey, whatever you pick out, I'm getting, dude. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I just told him that. I go, you, you got me, man. Whatever you pick yeah. out, I'm getting. He's, He's like, he says that like I know more blackers. I probably know more blackers fans than you do. Yes, we said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He goes, I know more blackers people than you. I think is how he said it. But he goes, because uh, he was like, wait, what did you pick out for him? To the other gal, and uh, she goes, oh, singing this, and he's like, no, you gotta do that. He's like, not me. He's like, you're the drummer, and I go, yeah, and he's like, nah, you need to be a peasant. Like I just laughed. I was like, I freaking laughed out loud, dude. I was like, I love this guy. Again, all this stuff yeah. tied up into into you know this. This big ball of life, you know, it's just everything's connected. I think the thing is, is I randomly went in there. It's yeah. not like, oh, hey, I'm going to go to this place. You knew they knew you're coming. I just randomly went in. I know. I like too that you look like a drummer. You know, you you, you don't look like you're a, a a salesman of shirts that are too small for you know people. You know, you just you go in there and you 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 already look like. A drummer. You already look, you know. What does looking like a drummer look like? You got tattoos. You're you're, oh. you're friendly. You're knowledgeable. You're you know. Uh, we did this thing. You just brought me this story. I I can't. It's a long time ago. This is when the, the, I was playing that band, The Easy Kill. We just got together and we had this guy Sean singing. Sean was more of like he was younger. He was kind of more of that emo look, you know. Got the hair like this and big piercings and yeah, you know. And uh, well. You did this thing where they you played a couple songs for them and then they like critique you, right? Yeah. And there was I don't know a handful of bands that did it. And uh, well, anyway, when the show was over and we're sitting down at this table and they're like going over it, they're like, "Well, he fits the part, but the rest of you guys don't really look like you should be in a band." I was just sitting there thinking, "Fuck you, man!" Like, I was like, "Wait." I was like, what's wrong with me, dude? And he's just like, "I think he goes, I just feel like you should step up your look." Oh man, I walked out of there. I was like, "Man, he had me questioning my whole life." I was like, "What am I doing wrong, dude?" But I was like, "If that's your only critique that you got, we're doing good." You know, I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Dude. I, I have a similar story. Um, uh, Chewy's Westheimer, uh, early nineties. I remember the table we were at, but I was at having dinner with a, a friend of mine's band, and I believe everybody in the band was at the table, and the waitress. We got talking to the waitress and she's very friendly and talking to blah, blah, blah. Well, she flat out asked me, she goes, are, are you in a band? And I go, no, but they are. And she kind of looked around the table and kind of, oh, <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> and it's again, it, it, it's those preconceived ideas that you have in your head of what yeah. a band looks like. And I, I just did it. I just said, you look like a drummer. I, I stand by that. However, I had long hair and I wasn't in a band. Didn't even play any music at that time. But the people I were with, who was with them, they were all in a band. And she goes, you know, you're in a band. Then the rest of them kind of, you know, short hair, you know, respectable clothes. And she just didn't want to know. Yeah. So it's funny. It's funny that, 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 that again, music has that. Yeah. You know, it just, it, it has, it, it, you can't. You can't map it out. You can't say, I, I love, uh, I forget who it was, but somebody said when they were talking about guitar, and I think they're talking about just in general music, uh, musical instruments, but especially guitar, 
you'll never master it. You'll never say, oh, that's it. I know everything. I love that. I fucking love that. Oh, dude, you remind me, we were a, a, a lifetime ago. We're in San Diego. There's a guy out front. We're in this kind of dirty punk rock club. Like, yeah. don't touch the walls type place. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember the name of it, but this guy out front's like, we're like, we just pulled up. We're unloading gear out of the trailer. And this guy's like, oh, you're the drummer. And I was like, yeah, I am. How'd you know that? He's like, oh, by the way, you stand. He goes, look at how, look at, I swear to God. He goes, look how you stand. And so, like, everybody just, like, freezes. And we're kind of looking, and I'm like, you know, I didn't quite see what he's looking at. And he's like, look at the way your right foot's a little farther out than your left foot. You stand like you sit and play. And I was like, oh, my God, my feet were kind of like this in where I normally play. <laughs> I was like, I go. And then, sure and, yeah, and then. And then my brother goes, hey, man, whatever drugs you're on, dude, will you just share with us? And, like, because it was so weird. This dude was weird. And he didn't even come into the show. He was just outside, like, leaning against the wall. Yeah. Smoking. I'm like, total weirdo guy. But just, that was it. Like, that was the only time this dude was in my life. Like, <laughs> he told me how I stood. But I, oh, man, it's so weird. We've, we've met those people. And, of course, we all have. But we've met those guys that are excruciatingly deep. And sometimes it's just completely out of the fucking mind. Yeah. But the ones that, like that, that just kind of nail it. Yeah. They've seen things that yeah, I don't know if you want to see or you want to hear about. Just very observant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I just remember for a certain amount of period of time after, I was trying to change the way I stand. I was like, I got to be incognito. <laughs> oh, you got to be proud of that this shit. This guy got in my head. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. Um, Caught at the club many, many moons ago. Chad, you may or may not remember this. One of the one of the funniest guys, Luba is hands down the our favorite sound guy that's ever worked in the Condom Club. Very, very close second would be Chris. Chris Heinrich. And the reason why I'm putting them in order like that is because Luba is a national treasure, because not only is he a phenomenal sound guy, but he's also out of his mind, mute player, musician, singer, songwriter. Yep. Brilliant, brilliant man all, all the way around. So, anyway. That's why I put them in there. But one of the funniest things I ever heard was that Crease was, uh, what's the saying, was as dry as a popcorn fart. He was uh, monotone in his delivery, but kind of just understated and very, very matter-of-fact. Incredibly smart. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant mind. Uh, Great guitar player, too. Good bass player. uh, Great singer. Anyway. Get to the point. God damn it, it's not worth this. I've already... <laughs> I'm trying to paint the picture. So we're, all, we're on the stage and we're sweating like pigs and we're just, you know, end of the show. And Chris uh, does that thing. He's usually got something in his mouth, chewing a straw or he's, you know... He's, and he kind of comes up to the comes up to the band and he goes, pretty good, pretty good. You guys ever thought about taking it to the next level? <laughs> oh my God. I thought I was going to wet my... If I hadn't have sweat so much, I would have. it would have been an accident. <laughs> It was so perfectly timed. And he'd be doing jokes like that over, you know, over the monitor. Nobody else could hear it. Yeah, in the us. monitors. So not, we're, not our inners, just the monitor wedges back in these days. So he'd be just kind of muttering things to us as we're setting up. Everybody oh, up there cracking up. We, yeah, we just we looked like lunatics. We were all standing there just <laughs> laughing, just breaking out at yeah. simultaneously. So breaking out into laughter. I'm going, this must look so funny. But then uh, another 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 great crease moment, and I may have told this one on here before. So 
fast forward or slap forward if you if you if you feel I've told you this before, but I know the great crease moment was outside the Continental Club and the late uh, Wavy Gravy, our friend Dave, passed away a couple of years back. Yeah. But he was outside. It was Crease, myself, David, and maybe maybe two other people, maybe just bystanders or whatever. But there was a conversation going on. Oh, I know what it was. There was another bouncer from another club that was talking. Dave was kind of the yeah. He was kind of the handyman. That you know the yeah. dude, the, the ha- hands on everything in the club. Rid of the Brilliant man. Yeah. Brilliant. knew knew all the homeless guys. He knew how to take care of every single situation in that club. Just an amazing man. So uh, Davey's out there. He's telling their story. Dave, uh, yeah, this one time this guy stabbed me here. And he's, yeah, this one time on this heart, like a son of a bitch, a guy hit me with a with a rock here. You know, just yeah. And I got this scar from the. They're all just trading battle stories, and the other bouncers going, yeah, the I got a scar, broken leg, and they're just going back and forth and. He's kind of leaning back and he goes, yeah, but have you ever been in love? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I thought I was going to lose my fucking lunch. I was like, God damn, it's so good. His timing, I cannot even pretend to know I knew how well his timing. you just got to take my word for it. It was one of those, Chris had the best well, I remember, you know, you're talking about the monitors too. So yeah. one of the times I was checking the monitor, I remember standing in front of him, check, 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 check. You get it too. And uh, he whispered, "Hey, uh, what did the what did the Mexicans say when the when the house fell on them?" I said, "I don't know. Get off me, Holmes." Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, Chris. You got to you got to go get a job. <laughs> you can't do this anymore. <laughs> but Chris is one of those guys. If you want. A vintage 1962 BMW 50cc motorcycle with a sidecar and a, a helmet from World War II. I mean, he's got everything. If you want a guitar, you want like a rare Gibson, you know, urethra, you know, guitar model with, you know, two strings and a backup, you know, whatever. He's got, he's got the gear. He can find it for you. He will get it for you and he will sell it to you. Chris knows everybody, everything. Every, one of his best friends, Billy Gibbons, ZZ Top. Anyway, so before we go any this is going way too long. It's got to be a three-parter. We should uh, we should thank all of you for listening. Thank you, Tara, today for doing the handy dandy camera work. Appreciate you, and uh, we're really looking forward to tonight. Hopefully, we get some footage. We'll be able to show you what a. Uh, what life is at Sherwood when the when the when the when the, when the lights go down? <laughs> so anything else, anything else to add? No. Oh, Wolverines this week. Yeah, see us. We're gonna be back yeah. at College Station. That's correct, sir. Actually, if you look out the window right now, College Station right there, thirty-seven point two miles right in that direction. So, anyway, thank you all. Okay, thank you. See, see you. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Tara. Thank you, Pedro. Thank you. No, I appreciate the editing and everything too. I don't know Thank how you. much people on the floor. Oh, not much. No, Once I mean, they saw the one nice. where you guys are just like, oh, Cameron and Julia, it's so good. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did.